I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have Pranish Vember. We're doing a Reddit November and a Dinovember episode in what? We're doing I Know How the Dinosaurs Really Ended. So this one is on, obviously, Reddit No Sleep. Why obviously? Because I, I, I just said that it was Reddit, it was a Reddit November episode <laughs> earlier. I was not paying attention. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Gamer. <laughs> I was getting my notes up. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um, this one is by uh, Kid Cannabis. Um, that's K-I-D-D-K-A-N-N-I-B-U-S. Um, and... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, Usually when you well, spell want, it, email.com comes after it. Well, I wanted to spell it out since it was not like the the actual, like the normal spelling of kid cannabis. Okay, fair enough. Um, so I, I guess I'll just go into the rundown here. So uh, Narrator is a government scientist on a team who have created a viable time machine. Uh, they launched the time machine on its maiden voyage to the extinction event of the dinosaurs. The team is made up of four people. Lester, the brilliant scientist behind the machine, Zach, a paleontologist, Elena, a meteorologist and navigator, and Nair, the G-Man, since the project was government-funded. Oh, did I mention uh, the government found Lester on the deep web while he was working on his time machine in his basement and recruited him and his time machine experiments? uh, Like, this is all, like, like, a little over a month ago. Uh, since like uh, after this got posted, so like or like it took a month after he got recruited for the time machine to get fixed or to get built, and then like a week uh, a week after that they launched. Anyway, no, um, you didn't bring all that up. Yeah, but you did just now, so that's good. Yeah, so I was uh, waiting for a break to be like, no, you didn't mention it, but you did now. But <laughs> you skipped. <just kept> <laughs> I know. Well, it's, it, that's my secret. I'm always talking. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> um anyway so they they head to a spot in the yucatan peninsula where they can observe the meteorite strike from a safe distance (laughs) and things immediately seem uh the dinosaurs ran or rather than flee the impending doom as animals often do when something bad is about to happen uh, are all migrating to the epicenter of the supposed impact uh, almost as though in a trance uh, amidst a circle of countless dinos, and with scientists observing with a telescope, three uh, three beings descend from the sky and end into like the, at the point where the meteor was supposed to strike. Um, each are giants. The tallest being a black-skinned goateed man uh, with metallic hair. Uh, the next. I don't believe it went into saying how giant they were, just that they were large. Yeah, I will. I mean, based on what happens in like like shortly after yeah. they arrive I, i'm gonna say that their 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 giantism is pretty huge like they're they're pretty big okay fair enough um uh the next one is an angel like just straight up a biblical angel uh and then the third is a reptilian with a black kilt uh referred to by the other nameless entities as enki uh it appears that life on earth 
is a project for these beings um, and some others that are not present. Uh, Enki being the one in charge of the creation process, and he apparently has failed. Uh, as they argue, it is revealed they were trying to build a servitor race, but the dinosaurs are too stupid at this stage. And as they observe the time travelers up on the hill, um, it appears life will become too smart for their needs. Uh, after some bloody carnage upon dinosaurs, like the the big, the tallest man, just straight up like wrestle, like just straight up like KOs like several dinosaurs, small dinosaurs, and then it, and just wipes out a T Rex handedly, <laughs> like so like kicking one of them like, into vaporizers. Yeah, yeah, like just holds, just holds the T Rex by the throat <laughs> mm-hmm. as its as its as its terribly small arms try like feebly to attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he like rips off her skull and and beats and like smashes her into the ground, like into a crater. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is all effortless. Like, no, no effort is involved with from this from this dude. Um. So yeah, and then they they he like snaps his finger, and all the other dinosaurs uh, break out of their trance and begin just killing each other. Yeah, after that bloody carnage is happening, um, the uh, trio begin gathering two of each creature, and this includes two of the humans, um, who the angel just appears before. Uh, Lester and Elena are taken. Uh, Zach and Nair are sent back to their time machine, and as the Earth is purged of the dinosaurs, they flee back to the present day. Uh, There, they find the same migration trance happening to humans. Uh, Like, people are just, like, walking on moss, uh, like, losing themselves and just walking on moss into the ocean (laughs) Uh, to some some set of coordinates and such. Uh, And, like, it's basically kind of like a, like a mat, like an apocalyptic event kind of thing going on. Um, To which Zack fails his sand roll and kills himself, um, leaving Nair to write this post up and leave it somewhere online for someone to find as he starts hearing the buzzing himself, um, I guess, of the trance. Uh, and then that's where it ends. So I guess it's on to everyone tolerates the Grammar Inquisitions at this point. Um, it's a fan favorite, as we found out. Boy, does she love her charts and graphs. Um, so there's just like a space between charts, like like right in the middle of charts. Like uh, So it's just need to be one word <laughs> uh, uh no actually they're char ts graphs oh okay also there's a second period that i don't think has to be there um unless it's meant to be an ellipsis <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh in that case it needs an extra period <laughs> i didn't even notice there was a double period there i think that happened i think it's happened a couple of times in the story like i've seen like a double period and like it's either supposed to be like uh, just a period or an ellipsis but mm-hmm. uh the next one though Lester, you get better get you ass out here right now. I didn't get you cleared for time travel for you to act like a coward when the moment arrives. Yeah, so I think that's just supposed to be your. Uh, apparently, traveling back in time has started caveman speech. Yeah, as most things do. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's a it's a common occurrence, really. Like there's several sources of of the epidemic that is caveman speech. Mm-hmm. With this section here, I have a little bit. Like, it's also grammar, but it's in the same section. Should I just? mention it now yeah, or on my turn yeah, so with this whole thing where it's like she's fixing her glasses she started going over one of her charts boy does she love her charts and stuff and then she says yeah i might stay in the pod and watch from the screens at which point zach doesn't re- doesn't like respond to that but he responds with lester you better get your ass out of here but at this point she hasn't been given a name 
So, so at this point, I'm like, her name is Lester? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? Maybe, like, maybe, maybe her maybe her parents hate maybe her. Your parents hate her. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe or maybe Lester Yeah, maybe Lester is a like a uh, like a uh kind of a, a non-gendered name that we're just not aware of. Maybe, but they refer to her as her. So Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean like yeah. Yeah, you know no, I didn't mean like she's not gendered. I mean like like the name itself Lester might be used for both male and female. I don't believe it is. I, I don't think as so. As far as I know. I just, Regardless, I just, it's not her name. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. It's Elena. But yeah, I had to read like for another like couple of minutes to find out that this gender, that, that this Lester person is this other dude who's like a nerd with like brown hair and stuff. So if yeah. it just led with it, it would have been a lot better. Yeah, it is odd that like they, they just jumped to that. Yeah, there's two ways that it could be fixed. One, when she's described like visually put her name in there as well because every other person that gets introduced it says their name yeah, and what they look like with her it's yeah, just this is what she looks like that's all that yeah matters. yeah because i when i was doing the rundown i was i couldn't remember what her name was <laughs> and yeah. i was like and i started looking like what's her name it's like and i started looking through the descriptions beca- at the beginning of the story because like oh well that's clearly where she's gonna her name's gonna be but like i couldn't find it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I think it was like halfway down the story when I finally found Elena. So it's like, okay, there it yeah. is. She's just there to be taken and for the for Nair to be upset. That's her entire I, Yeah. Problem. You're you're not wrong. She's <laughs> I have that to be an attractive female to be taken. <laughs> yeah, it it it's very sci-fi movie like plot. <laughs> much. But either way. Yeah, I'll get back to that. We'll get back to that in our actual thoughts. Um two ways this this can be fixed. One being the one young woman just having a name right from the get go. And the second being when it says, yeah, I might just stay in the pod and watch the screens. That's what she says. Then follow that with Jack nodding to her, then called past her to their their remaining member. Lester, you better get your ass out here. So the narrator is telling us that he's not talking to the person that just talked. Yeah. All right. So on to the next one here. Um, This one's really kind of like just subtle. It's just um, there's a a, it's like you're the paleontologist. You uh, you tell me it's pretty obvious Uh, dialogue. But. Um, the your uh, from like you're the paleontologist should be the like the one that is like you are the paleontologist mm-hmm. like the one that's combined whereas right now it's just kind of like the possessive I believe mm-hmm. so um, mm-hmm. and then the next one my partner and I were all in the moment we heard about it so I think we need a comma after we're all in it like my partner and I were all in the moment we heard about it so there's no comma there, but it, so like every time I kept reading that, I I kept reading it like all one thing, like with no breath. When I think that like it's in it be... early, hmm? and then saying we're all in it instead of yeah. in the moment and stuff, yeah, yeah. Like I think it should be actually like my my partner and I were all in comma the moment we heard about it because like we're all in and then like the moment we heard about it like that like we or, need a break there. Or is all in supposed to be dashed out? I think I think it. We're all in. I think it's supposed to be just like a, we just need like a break there, just to like uh, the help, like because like that that is a saying like we're all in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like all in. Eh, I don't know. Like all in one, I believe is all dashed out. Yeah, but that's we're all in one. Like that's. I don't think it needs that. I don't think it needs the 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 uh, that. Yeah, I don't think it needs that. So. No, yeah, you're right. All right. Uh, moving on to the next one here. Uh, Elena had a confused look on her face. Then pointed over to Zach to take a look through the scope. So for me, I think that this like there that first two like you know like uh, over to Zach. I think it should have been like uh, um, uh, Elena had a confused look on her face. Then point. Oh, actually, that also needs a comma right there. 
then pointed over for Zach to look or to take a look through the the scope. Probably. Honestly, my <laughs> mind is still stuck on the last one you were talking about because I was trying to think of how to fix it. Okay. Because like, I'll, I'll let you finish. But yeah. the previous one, uh, my partner and I were all in. If you comma that out, it would be saying my partner and I were all in the moment we heard about it. Like that sounds weird. Well, the way it should be is the moment we heard about it, my partner and I were all in. Oh yeah, that would yeah that would also like just restructure the the sentence entirely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There isn't meant to be a break in there. You just need to make sure that all in isn't jumbling everything up. Okay. Yeah. No. That that seems yeah. like a better version. Yeah. No. Good job. Okay. Please continue. <laughs> Sorry, that's blocking me. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah. Just. Uh, yeah. That's. Uh, this was my last. My last grammar inquisition was just uh, the. Um, I, I feel like it should. You're not pointing over to Zach to take a look for through the the scope. It should be pointed over for Zach to look at the through the scope. Right. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I knew. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm reading it now again. Like, read it when I when I read it. I was like, oh, that needs to be fixed. And then now we're reading it again. It's like, I guess it, it could still work as like it just, it's just really weird, <laughs> or like it's still coming off kind of strange to me. Well, <clears throat> it explains her confused look on her face because she doesn't know what he's do- she's doing. Clearly, yeah. No, that's, that's maybe it. maybe she'd be like, Elena had a confused look on her face, then pointed over to Zach for him to take a look in the scope. Yeah, yeah, that works. All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, Mikey, you're up. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> All right. So I have. I watch my hands at the grammar position. <laughs> Until next week. Yep. All right. So I have an it story with some ends at the end. Ooh. And do we ever? Hang on. <laughs> do we ever not get it stories? It seems like everything I has think, many projects. I think Mikey's trying now. <laughs> like, like, like purposely trying to find its stories at this point. Yeah, yeah, but if there's no sentences that start with its, ands, or buts, or whatever, then, then there's the story no story. Is perfect. The fact, yeah, the then the story doesn't need... Story. We have, we've had a couple of times where he hasn't done it. <laughs> I, I guess. That's just, unfortunately, it is a very common um, like writing foible. Yeah, it really is. Like, I do it all the time <laughs> when I'm writing. <laughs> But anyway, um, and now, an it story with Mikey. The E stands for evil. Take it away. It was Lester's pride and joy, his life's work. It was Lester's dream, after all. It would have been messed up for him to do all of the work and not get to participate. It was strange to see the continents in different positions and angles. Pretty disorienting. For someone who doesn't know better. It was perfect. It was so beautiful. It felt like true nature. Literally untouched and unchanged by man. It's never bad to the point where it would be a problem. But they bickered back and forth to each other. Enough for the message to get across. It was slight but enough to take notice. It was crazy to see an apex predator like a T-Rex stand next to their favorite snack without wanting to eat it. It had a glow that emanated slightly from its center and the most perfect facial features I have ever seen with bright golden yellow eyes and silver hair. It looked at the dinosaurs with disgust 
It started to pick up some speed while the figures just watched it with amused gazes. And with that comment, I felt my souls spit out of my body with pure terror as the angel made eye contact with me through the telescope. And with that, I watched them fly away into the mass of floating animals, and then the beam of light appeared again. Finn. Wow. Um, <laughs> that, like, so... The, at the very beginning, when you were like talking about like Lester's like great creation, and then like uh, like start talking about land and so that, so no time machine at all. <laughs> but I was no. getting I was getting more of like the the slutty Bartfast um kind of like thing from uh from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where like he's he's actually like the 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 the, the architect of a planet. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like talking about like the the continents are perfect. Like he's like he's the one that like designed the continents <laughs> the way they yeah, should pretty be. Much, yeah. Uh, I saw it as he like jumped to a different planet, basically, and he's in space, like in a spaceship, viewing yeah. this other planet that's untouched by man. And then when it gets down and it's talking about the T Rex and everything, and how the T Rex has like beautiful and perfect facial features with long white hair, <laughs> like okay, ah <laughs> uh, yes, the Fabius, uh, the Fabius uh, Rex, Rex, Fabiosaur, yeah, Fabiosaur Rex, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got I got the title card, guys. We're good. There you go. Walk away. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Like, the, uh, what's the angel stuff? Started, I was like, what? What? <laughs> the story, like, it, it kind of like really brings the light. It's like, man, there's a lot of weird stuff in this story. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. All right. So on to Gamer in Yellow. Oh, okay. I was marveling at. At this, when a beam of intense white light bursts from the skies, making the pure blue in the area warp away, revealing the stars, and went straight into the middle, into the circle of the the animals created. So, is this meaning that there's a, a sky beam of white light, which is removing all the blue from the sky, making it look like nighttime? So, yes. yeah, that's what, that, my my interpretation of that. <clears throat> yes, it was a sky beam. First off, um, yes. The other one is like. Yeah, I was trying to think of like what he was saying, what he meant there, but yeah, I, I think that's where it like that it it your I didn't go to like oh like it turned the night sky like into into the night sky. I thought it was like it punched a hole into the sky so that like basically into the ozone layer so that you could see through the into the space. <laughs> but <clears throat> yours makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess because like the blue of the sky is because of the like, the ozone layer and everything, right? Um, yeah, like, well, I mean, there's also, yeah, basically, like, I thought it punched a hole into the atmosphere, like, with, like, because it was so harsh that it just, yeah, it caused, like, that, uh, like, you could see the stars through the hole, but, like, I think yours makes a lot more sense, that, because, like, it, like, logically, like, it, it would just, like, make it look like nighttime, because everything else is so dark, in comparison. Yeah, but it's not, I don't <laughs> think it's making the, the animals on the planet dark in, in nighttime, it's just fucking up with the sky, removing yeah. the blue yep. from the sky. Yeah. So it's yep. not reducing light; it's just messing the way that the sky looks. Okay. Your explanation of the ozone being ripped away makes sense because then there would be blue. You would just see space because if you're on the moon and you're looking out at space, it's just space. Yeah. However, but yours also that, makes sense. Wouldn't that immediately <laughs> kill the dinosaurs? Well, no, immediately. <laughs> Well, no, not if it was just a small hole. Like, if, like that's what I'm thinking. Like, I thought it was just like a smaller, like, like it, it punched a hole through the atmosphere. But like, that's why you could see it. But yours actually makes like is way more makes more way more sense because 
it's just making it seem like it's suddenly like removing the the blue of the sky so that and making it like nighttime so you can actually see the stars. Yeah. Yeah, yours yours makes a lot more sense is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a making the blue in the area warp away in the area meaning probably like as hundreds of miles. Yeah, probably yeah. like hundreds of miles away like in diameter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way I rewrote it is um I was marveling at this when a beam of intense white light bursted from the skies. And, oh yeah, the other part I had confusion with this is it's saying that there's a burst of white light and then it explains what it's doing in the sky and then it says where it hit but it's a like a beam that would immediately hit the ground so the way that i would personally rewrite it is describe the entire beam thing including the impact zone and then show its effects so i would do that by saying i was marveling at this when a beam of intense white light burst from the skies and went straight into the middle of the circle the animals created the beam of light drained the blue from the sky, leaving the sky to resemble night. Yeah, there, done. True. <laughs> like that, yeah, that makes a little bit more like coherent sense in terms of, like, I mean, I didn't see a problem with it initially, but like now that you pointed that out, that makes a lot more sense to me. Okay. Cool. And that's all I got for the grammar and yellow. All right. Well, on to actual thoughts then. Um, going to start with this, this one here. Uh, I ended up finding one of his attempts to put his ideas out when I went down a random rabbit hole on the deep web. I saw his potential, and I managed to persuade the government to start funding his project once I got Lester to show them how it worked. Ah, the deep. Basically, Project Paperclip 2.0. <laughs> um, and anybody who doesn't really who doesn't know what Project Paperclip is, it's uh, when the U.S. government was basically um, uh, secreting away German and Nazi scientists to America <laughs> for their own ends. <laughs> right. Yes. Um. During World War II, or at the end of World War II. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, I just like, ah, the deep web. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Hello, dark web, my old friend. <laughs> it's nice to connect to you again. Uh, I wanted to keep going, but I was like, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, there's no point. <laughs> one day, one day we'll, we'll write the lyrics to that song, <laughs> to that to that cover song. We said that like four or five times, and we haven't even attempted <laughs> We'll get to it, maybe. Anyway, we'll have to go back and find all the little jingles that we've made throughout the years. Oh dear. God. Uh, if anybody out there listening would like to uh, <laughs> like to comment, uh, uh, by all means. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, moving on to my next one here. Uh, so this is basically a paragraph, and I, ha- I have some stuff to unpack after I read it. Uh, In less than a month, Bessie was complete. They were pleased, and that's where I came. Oh, yeah, and that's where I come into the picture. I'm a physicist slash theoretical scientist. I've been working with the government for a while now, and they have always supported my work. Recently, they and I have been discussing the potential of Bessie. After a lot of discussion, we decided to start off with something important, but not too controversial, like trying to see the crucifixion of Jesus or something like that. Something that was significant, but shrouded in mystery that could only be solved by witnessing it. We had the perfect idea. Observe the Cretaceous Paleogene Extinction Event. So here's what I got to unpack here. Um, num- number one, I guess Lester was nearing completion when the government stepped in because a month uh, seems like a very short amount of time to finish your job. Um, well, then again, he's got funding. Yeah, that, 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 that's my <laughs> counterpoint. Is like government funding and whatnot. Uh, I mean, if if movies have taught me anything, like. I mean, that was basically the plot of Deep Core, I think, <laughs> where like the guy had to like like was working in like a garage in Nevada 
or like in in a desert on his like his perfect like drilling machine like his like basically like uh, like a giant like drilling uh vehicle um and then the government basically like needed him to use his drilling techniques and whatnot to go into the core of the earth to uh to restart the earth um and the government just basically gave him like a, a blank check to finish it <laughs> so they could like get the movie going <laughs> um so yeah i mean if movies have taught me anything yeah like money government funding will definitely expedite the process for for mad scientists of course um, and uh next up here we got number two uh hi narrator Seriously, no. Everyone else gets a name except for for narr- except for the narrator who has like a full like job description and everything. Um, the only person people that don't get a name otherwise are the 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 tall the tallest the tallest dark man and the angel. <laughs> like mm-hmm. everyone else gets a name. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, okay, with the tallest dark man and the angel, they would have had to had their names said for anyone to know. The only reason you know true. the other guy's name is because they shit talked him. Yeah, because they keep calling him by name. Hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and with Nair, it's it. I think the whole reason of Nair is because it's a self-insert character, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so you can to... imagine yourself being this character because well, no one's referring to him by a different name other than you. Like if he was called Steve and your name isn't Steve, you can't get in the head of Steve. I get that, but at the same time, this story is also kind of different from from our usual stories that have Nair because this one's like he's this Nair is posting this online. So yes. why not give us a name for the guy who posted this? Like he's posting this for people to read because in his fictional world, the world, the apocalypse is happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, and then my last one is like, Oh, you know, nothing too controversial, just 65 million years through, uh, into the past. I would have, I would have thought the government might, you know, insist on some baby steps rather than potentially alter the fabric of reality if an error occurs. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, nothing controversial, nothing too controversial. Just, you know, the, an extinction level event that wiped out the dinosaurs 65 million years ago. That's, 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 that's not too controversial. Like, let's not, let's not go like a week, let's not go back a week and see if the time machine even fucking works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's just... <laughs> It's it's only been a month since you completed the story. Like it's it's been a, you you took you you completed it after a month of work, and we've been talking about this like pr- like about what our next step is for about a week. Uh, I think I think it's time to f- move forward. Like that. I mean, granted, like I said earlier, this story seems very pulp fictiony, very very uh very movie, very like B movie, like sci fi sort of like plot going. Like in terms of it's like um. Uh, it's thrills and adventure stuff. And that's not, that's not a bad thing. Like that's actually a combo to it. Cause it is fun and exciting. Like the, the way this, this movie, this, this story has been going, but I did have to suspend my, my suspension of disbelief uh, on certain details. Yeah. <laughs> to enjoy the story. A little my bit. whole point with them going back to the extinction event is like, they're saying like, we have the perfect idea. We're going to go back to when the dinosaurs were extinct and see what happened. Yeah. But here's the flaw in their perfect idea. <laughs> Aside from your flaws that you just mentioned with changing, you know, all of history. Yeah. If something happened to kill all the dinosaurs, what's making them think that they're going to survive? Oh, like, that's, my, that's, that's actually my next quote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, moving on to that one for a second. Uh, Elena stepped up and pointed east. Still looking down at her own little tablet, she said, the, uh, I'm sorry for, this, for South American uh, listeners, I'm going to butcher this name. Uh, the the Chicxulub uh, the Chicxulub crater was discovered 
I'm sure I've, I've done that wrong. Anyway, uh, was discovered this way. So I think the that the area over there would be the best spot for observation. She pointed over to a hill that overlooked the whole general area. It was perfect. I This seems as ill-advised as being someone on a nearby battleship when a nuke is tested out at sea. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> this is so Ill- so legitimately sketchy and risky <laughs> but again also incredibly pulpy and sci-fi levels of plot fodder <laughs> like i could see a movie like th- i could see this being on the sci-fi channel this this whole like this whole plot um mm-hmm. but yeah to your credit yeah you know like it, right like they're like oh we're just gonna go to a hill on what we project to be the safe zone, <laughs> but like within safe within safe observation of the of the uh, of the crater, of what the crater is going to be like. Like, I'm sorry, like you you need to be at least like maybe like on the 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 Florida coast, and I I think that would maybe be like the safest spot. Like you don't want to be on the Yucatan Peninsula when the meteor strikes. <laughs> they did say that they had like a custom made super telescope. Yeah, but they're they're still on the Yucatan Peninsula. The Yucatan yeah. Peninsula isn't that big, guys. <laughs> like it's big, like geographically, or like like for people, like in terms of like people and population, some of that. But like the Gulf of Mexico is supposed to have been partially formed from the crater mm-hmm. of the asteroid that hit destroyed the dinosaurs. <laughs> so, and I mean, again, as the story turns out, it wasn't a meteor, so they're fine. <laughs> but, or they're fine slash not fine, <laughs> yeah. As we discover, but like from their prediction, what they were expecting, they shouldn't have been on the Yucatan. <laughs> um, yeah, but they also shouldn't have been there at all. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're also time travel. I guess I guess they're like. I mean, it's also kind of funny. Like they wouldn't put their time machine really close, so they could just hop back into the vessel right as the uh, you know like the 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 concussion force and like the the um the terrible like pyroclastic explosion of like dust and whatnot being kicked up and the shockwave and yeah shit, exactly yeah. all that shit isn't happening like, i mean like they have to like they have to run to their time machine <laughs> it's a movie of course they do yeah of course yeah that, that's the other thing it was like yeah that's again my suspicion of disbelief like was removed several points in the story just to enjoy like ah this popcorn fodder it's like yeah this makes no sense but i'm enjoying it <laughs> also they didn't really explain how the time travel machine works not in regards to the mechanics of how you go back in time, but like where they're standing when they get out, is that where their facility is in the future? So they just go back in time and that's where they are. If that's the case, it, I honestly, actually you just poked a huge hole into the story. It really should have been pointed out that like, maybe they could like this, the time machine is a space time machine. Like it, it can move through space and time. Like, so it can move in like its location. Cause that's, yeah. that's a big thing about time machines is like, in in like cartoons and stuff like because like uh what was it uh like in certain uh, in like in certain cartoon shows and and movies they they go back in time and they go to a specific timeline and they're just immediately at the place that is famous for that uh, that, that that makes that time period famous like ancient greece or like ancient rome even though they're in like america <laughs> yeah. so like it's like yeah like everywhere wasn't ancient greece guys <laughs> like it, it's yeah i feel like that's actually a big thing that needs to be like kind of added is that like maybe their facility, they moved their um, time machine to a facility at the Yucatan Peninsula so they could time travel or maybe the time traveling machine can go like, can like teleport to other places around the world as well. Yeah. It's like a Terminator. You can just set in the coordinates and that's where you go. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, in Terminator, that's exactly what happens. Like it's, it's like the facility in the future isn't where where uh, that alleyway is or where that outskirts of town is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's actually a very but, good point. <laughs> here's another thing, though. Even if the facility was just outside the crater, that's not where it would be in the past because Pangea. Yeah, because know? yeah. Yeah, because the uh, the the well, not even Pangea, because at that point uh, it wasn't technically Pangea. Like the at, at the end of the Cretaceous, the there were, I think at that point, uh, Africa and South America were still like were, were had basically just departed. Oh, did they? Yeah, I think they were. I think they were separate at that point. As I go and Google a Cretaceous oh, period. Off. Oh, so sad. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty hard. It took it took several <laughs> so, several millennia for them to get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just take a look at a map cretaceous map <laughs> oh yeah no they're just split up at that point um actually it doesn't look that earth like uh, i mean outside like basically the pacific is massive um and the atlantic is basically a gulf or not a gulf a uh, like a strait at this point it's just like a, a, a thin separation between the continents and my brain is weird as soon as you said the atlantic is a gulf i just imagine it the shape of a volkswagen gulf <laughs> why did i think that i know what you mean I, but that's what I, that's the first thing that went to mind your your pun your pun mind is just like like just punning it up completely yeah, yeah. sorry okay i i, I expected it. <laughs> that's true like everyone tolerates the the grammar position i just tolerate your punniness that's good anyway um yeah, so yeah, you punched a hole in the uh, in the plot a little bit with the space time mm-hmm. continuum. <laughs> and in that situation where a time machine, you show up relative to where the time machine is. Do you think that would be like geographical, like latitude, longitude, or in regards to the section of soil that you're on? Because like that oh, plate fuck. moves, but it moves well, away from that long longitude and latitude, right? Yeah, you yeah. need to tie it to the soil or something because yeah. of the fact that even though, um, like the world spins, like if you're to time travel just back a day, the Earth is in a different spot in the solar system. Oh fuck! That's another thing. That that's true. <laughs> yeah. sort of this is why this is why time travel is a bad idea, guys. Yeah, like, really. Both, both in reality and writing, <laughs> like. You gotta really work on on like your time travel mechanics, or make it magic. <laughs> yeah, like, like technically, if I time traveled right now, like a minute ago, uh, I would just appear in the a sky. kilometer away from my house, just outside, probably right, because the world turns, and possibly in the sky a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you might actually end up in space, depending. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, no, that's travel scary. <laughs> oh god yeah all right please continue yes i will um <laughs> this is i you know as soon as the start like as soon as the story started introduced like like fringe science fiction stuff i was like oh god we're gonna have a lot to talk about here yeah well, but... uh but yeah moving on to the uh my next one here um uh where are we ellen tapped my shoulder and i looked over to her she had a worried expression as she looked out at the sky and back to, back at us the meteor should should be coming soon. If anything, they should be flying in the opposite direction. They seem to be going towards the impact zone instead. Elena pulled out our specially made telescope and started to survey the area. I noticed small beads of sweat start to form on her brow 
as she started into or as she stared into the scope. What the all the animals on land are heading in the same way as well. Zach, is this some sort of migration? No, this is no this is not the kind of behavior I was expecting to see. So out of all this, like out of like the like my like okay, this is like fringe science. Let's just let's just move forward. Like let's just have a fun ride. Like I'm not I'm going to ignore the science behind this. Mm-hmm. Um, this scene and the behavior kind of genuinely intrigued me as to what was going on. Like because like at this point I wasn't sure what what was going to ha- like how the dinosaurs were going to end. So I was like, oh man, that would be really <laughs> crazy if like this like like is this like the dinosaurs like. Um, because they see their end, like they, like, because it's such a like uh, an apocalyptic, monumental, like extinction of an end kind of thing. Are they just going to like to face their their fate? <laughs> like, are they just like, is that like like the dinosaurs actually just like just sat there in the crater and just got wiped out? <laughs> like, I wasn't sure what was going on, so I was very intrigued, and it actually wanted me to keep. It, it kept me wanting to read um, as to like what was about to happen because like it's such an odd um, behavior. Mm-hmm. So I, I give the story points for that. Um, and my next one here, well, I had to admit, continue. Oh yeah. Um, I have two because of how big of a block of that information you just went over. I have like two things that are related oh, to that. Oh no. Okay. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Uh, one I didn't actually make a note of, but you mentioning it made me wonder. They say that they had this specially made telescope, but they don't yes. do anything with it. That means that you needed a specially made one. You could have just had a normal telescope. Or like well, some like some advanced like binox because that's what it, felt, it honestly felt like. I I was not looking at I was not seeing a telescope. I was just seeing like some kind of like binoculars they were using. Like well, the they time. said that it's like a telescope, so I imagine it's kind of like the spotter scopes that snipers use, where it's like a little oh, okay. mini telescope that's on a tripod. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's specially designed but, so we can see really far away. I mean, most telescopes see pretty far away. Thank you, gamer. <laughs> that that's what they do. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't specify is what i'm getting at yeah like specially made to see much further than normal telescopes that's fine but it's just specially made it could just be mean that it has like gold trim on it for reasons you know <laughs> i mean yeah they really should they really should like kind of elaborate at this point like that they're in the safe zone from a predicted crater or from the predicted mm-hmm. from predicted meteorite strike. Like maybe they're at the like they're not they're nowhere near. Like cause at this point they're they're up on a hill next to the next to the epicenter, as far as I could tell. And they're just yeah, looking they down. Like it, it wasn't really clearly should... said how far away they are. If they have this specially made future telescope, it's probably got like a rangefinder and shit on it. And yeah. like all this fancy yeah. dancy shit. They could be like, okay, well we're at so and so kilometers away. Yeah, exactly. They should have like gone a little bit this is something where I think the author should have done a little bit of research on like, um, just like where you would need to be for, to be from a safe viewing point for the, for an asteroid uh, impact or for, for even like, cause I'm sure somebody online has done some math as to like a prediction of like how big that meteor strike was, like how big that explode, that, that crater and explosion was. For sure. Um, but considering all these characters are scientists, yeah. I kind of wish they had more intro, more uh, tools to get data because they're there to get data. Yeah, so all they have just is like looking yeah. at it. They didn't even have any like a video camera to record anything. They just, they just had, had a telescope. Tablets. No, they had they had tablets. So they had they were doing selfies. I was like, yo, man, uh, wow. <laughs> duck face, duck face next to a duck billed dinosaur. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ! But, but yeah, like you know they what I just mean, though. Very like, professional with it. Yeah. Yeah, or like, or like, weird. professional, like, like the woman who wants, like, like Elena who wants to like, um, uh, take a flower from the, uh, from the Cretaceous period and try and bring it back. 
Yes. Because, you know, we don't know if the butterfly effect were, is, 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 uh, is correct or not. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. I mean, they're, they're po- if we want to go into that bucket of worms, I mean, them stepping on the soil, the very ground, yeah. is already causing a pos- potentially butterfly effect. Yeah. The sound like, of them arriving could have done that. Literally, yeah. yeah. Like, the sound of thunder is literally, like, yeah, like, that's... The, the, actually, I, I, I literally have a a movie called The Sound of Thunder, which is based off of the um, the uh, the old sci-fi story. The name of the author escapes me right now, but basically it's this plot. A Sound of Thunder was a short sci-fi story written by Ray Bradbury in 1952. Where, like, um, people go on time expeditions on in safe using safe like methods, like basically like force fields, so they don't touch anything, and they they uh, they wait till the extinction level event of the dinosaurs, and then they use like um, uh, basically CO two rounds to kill dinosaurs, so that the rounds will just vanish, and like they won't have any like they won't leave any trace left, and then when they return to uh, to the Earth, like back to the future, um. They they find that the world has been changed in some way, and then like spoilers for a science fiction story, a uh, short story, and a um, and a movie, but uh, that has been done to death uh, in various mediums. But um, they find out that the one guy stepped off the the path, that like the safe path, and stepped on a butterfly, and it it was on his boot, and that's what changed the the course of history. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, they could have squashed an insect uh, on their on their yeah. path over to the hill and changed the course of history. But yeah. them arriving, landed on st- and squashed a patch of grass that some animal was meant to eat. And because they couldn't get to it, they died, and that fucked everything up, you know? Yeah. Like some mammal yeah. or some like some mammal that was our ancestor was going to eat that blade of grass and survive. And mm. didn't. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, no, exactly. Like this is again, time travel scary because we don't know what the ramifications are of us changing, uh, of us being there. Like that's the that's the issue with with uh, time travelers is like time travel is scary because of so many different re- uh, so many different unknowns. <laughs> yeah, if you try to think of it in a realistic point of view, yeah. But if you just get, be like, okay, it's it's uh, time travel. It's just just popcorn, like you said, right? Yeah, yeah. If popcorn. you're trying to. Th- yeah, this is the suspension of disbelief. It's like, all right, forget all the stuff you know about time travel, um, like and how it shouldn't work, because they're mm-hmm. just trying to use time travel for this silly or for this for this uh, for this adventure game or for this adventure story or this like this thrill this thrill ride. Yeah, so just chill and just have fun. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, the other part <laughs> that I wanted to bring up, <laughs> which yeah. would be much quicker probably, uh, it's in regards to them constantly saying that this isn't normal or this isn't right. How would they know what's right and wrong? Because they're guessing that yeah. these certain dinosaurs would get along and these certain dinosaurs would prey on these ones. But for all we know, they were all broing out back then. They didn't kill anyone. I was and just thinking some, the same thing. Some yeah. weird, like, celestial being comes down and feeds them and leaves. Like, so they don't actually hurt each other. How do they know what's oh normal? God. Yeah, that would, they, that would actually be really cool. It's like, the, yeah, like, if it's like, they get here, it's like, Wait, dinosaurs had a whole civilization? Like they were actually intelligent beings? What? Yeah. Like the combined power of their of their two brains were actually like like made up were made them even smarter than humans? What? My god. Like they were just really densely packed like brains, so they were super dense. Yeah. But they super got efficient. Yeah, they yeah, exactly. Like I would actually like that would be a really cool dino like dino story is like if we found out the dinosaurs were actually like an intelligent species of that just like roamed around. like they were basically Flintstones. <laughs> 
but dinosaurs. Their brains are so small just because they've evolved at that point to be for their brain to be super efficient. So it could yeah. be smaller and smaller. It's like how our phones are getting smaller and smarter. <laughs> their brains are smaller and smarter. Exactly. Yeah. Or like, yeah, maybe like bigger isn't better. Like, like, uh, they're just, they, they evolved in a, um, they evolved to be smarter, but bigger, you know, like uh, every comparatively. Right. So yeah. no, hmm. I'd be down. Like I, again, like I'd be down for that kind of a story, but like that kind of a plot, it isn't the plot we get, but no, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, yeah, you're, you're the whole like prediction thing. It's like, yeah, that that's again, like the, this story is leaning really hard on like assumptions and, and like the unknowns. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Please continue. Okay. Um, so here, here's the one, uh, I had to admit, oh yeah. So this is, yes, this part, uh, from what we were talking about earlier during the, uh, I think the, either the grammar inquisition or during the rundown, but, um, I had to admit, I've started to grow fond of her throughout the past, this past week. Uh, and that's really saying something too, as I spent most of my life on my work and science instead of thinking about love or a potential family. Whoa! Whoa there, buddy. <laughs> Getting a little ahead of yourself. Yeah, that's kind of a <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, this kind of budding romance in a in a story like this, she's goner. Like, yeah, she's probably a goner. She's so dead. And update, Either he's going to die or she's done. But yeah. considering he's posting all this, yeah. he's not dead. Yeah, and I mean, even like, not even like in a, in a creepy, in a short story that's like only like 10 pages long, but like, in a movie and stuff, like, and also like in the circumstances, it's only been a we've only known her a week. <laughs> yeah, really. Like this is some like this is very sci-fi schlocky <laughs> in terms of like that mm-hmm. that kind of like romancy thing. And an update <laughs> um, as after I finished the story, well, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> she didn't die, but she was kind of a goner. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, it was just like, <laughs> uh, like I, 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 I like was just saying something because I, I didn't really ever think about love or even a potential family. It's like. Hold, hold up! You've only known her like a week. Like, talk to her first. Like, have a com- have a have a have a full length conversation with her first. Yeah, pump those brakes a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> think with think with the top head, not the other, not the other head. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, moving on to my next one here. Um. The man in gold then snapped his finger again. Oh yeah, this is the part when like he's snapping his fingers and like breaking creatures out of their trance and such. Uh, the man in gold then snapped his fingers again and a huge tyrannosaurus rex started going after him stepping on any dinosaur in its way while roaring its classic roar which is not actually a real roar of a (laughs) t-rex since since i'm assuming the classic roar is they mean the jurassic park roar which fun movie fact the iconic t-rex roar is a combination of a baby elephant squeal, an alligator's gurgle, and a ter- and a tiger's snarl. Um, like I remember, I remember reading and watching a documentary on the making of Jurassic Park, and that's like and like seeing how they got the T Rex uh, um, roar, roar, like how they how they made that iconic roar, and it, it's fascinating how like how, what the sound design they went through to to make that roar. That I know it's, it's know. freaking crazy what they do. Like in yeah. Star Wars, the blaster noise is. Yeah hitting a steel cable with a wrench yeah <laughs> like what yeah, yeah. <laughs> foley artists are amazing like foley artists yeah, they and really sound are. designers yeah like um people actually like they, they actually um scientists speculate now that the t-rex didn't so much roar like like try like a trumpet that would like go across everything but it was more like a like something it wasn't something you heard it was something you felt like a like an alligator like it was like a like 
there was a it was a, a like a something like a low rumbling sound that you'd hear rather than a an actual bass. Yeah, it was like a massive bass, and it was it may have even been used as, as a uh, as a stunning attack <laughs> because of how like huh. how how powerful the bass was. T Rex T Rex just out there in the Cretaceous, just dropping the bass. Bump. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he was the first yeah, T-Rex may have in fact been the first dub stepper that's all he could do is step because his arms are useless uh... <laughs> so moving on to my next my next uh, well, comment and quote here oh do you have something? yes uh, in regards to the classic roar um, this could also suggest uh, that uh, Nar is from an alternate timeline where humans and dinosaurs live together Da, da, it's a di- so he came from the Jurassic Park, uh, <laughs> from the Jurassic World uh, universe. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fucking shit! It's a dinosaur. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lyric that the, the 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 mock lyrics to that song <laughs> to that theme. But yes, uh, yeah, maybe, probably not, but maybe. Yep. Okay. <laughs> y- you okay there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on then. He's fine with you agreeing with him, kind of, sort of. Not. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it's it's a Mikey suggestion, so he he makes him break. What's that supposed to mean? He makes hey, him break. You're a rock star. Get your game on. Go play. Uh, our jokes never get old, guys. Um, I'm sure it doesn't. But yeah, no. I mean, like, I just meant that because, like, Mikey can make or break a story with his comment or with his comments and his suggestions. That's very true. Yeah. So I'm going to move on to the next one. <laughs> okay. Wipe them out. I can't stand to look at these disgusting things anymore. Enki knelt down to one knee. Uh, if you man, if you may grant me one last chance, I will prove to you I can make a race with the intelligence we need. I just need a little more time. The angel spoke up instead. It seems like you already have. And with that comment... I felt my soul spit out of my body with pure terror as the angel made eye contact with through the telescope. Oh, okay. So this has been a pretty surreal adventure, like thrill ride of events thus far. And I keep mentioning like that this film, this feels like, like a, like a scene from a film and like, and like, this is very cinematic in, in terms of like a, like a B movie sort of like sci-fi horror thing. This is no exception. The, the eye contact gave me chills and reminded me of that scene from like Pirates of the Caribbean when Davy Jones looks at Jack through the spyglass and then just appears in front of the spyglass when he when he puts down the the, the spyglass. Um, it was a really good effect. What I'm trying to get at is this was a really good effect of being seen when you don't want to be seen by by the thing you're spying on. <laughs> like, because you got to think of like the, in this in this scene, like Nair is like hunt presumably a fair distance away up on a hill, like observing this whole event. And then like the yeah, just a ha- specialized telescope of unknown power. Yeah. So they may be like a few hundred kilometers away. Um, so like, there's no way this angel thing could be able to see it because it's an angel being or like a, some kind of like powerful being. It just, it knows that they're there. Like it just has the presence there. Right. So um, yeah, for all, for all the fantastical things that are happening in the story and it, that it's laying down for us. Um, for me, this was a very good uh, moment of narrative weight because, like, suddenly the angel is like looking at the at the intruders. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Mike, you, you're laughing. What's going on? Oh, because uh, are you experiencing I, joy? Uh, <laughs> How dare you! Uh, I just had the thought about the specialized telescope. Like, it's got a uh-huh. bunch of bells and whistles, so it's like got cameras and 
things, but uh, it only has two times zoom. <laughs> They're actually like just up on a hill, like directly. <laughs> Like directly above, like they, yeah, they're they're just like they think they're safe, but they're actually like only like a, like fifty yards away. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's 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 funny. They're from Derplin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're from they're from the state of Derplin. Mm-hmm. That magical state of stupidity. <laughs> I mean, they've already like decided. Oh, let's go to let's let's not do a non-controversial extinction event. Let's get, let, let's go nothing too controversial. We don't want to ruin like history by going and see if Jesus existed. Or the crucifixion of Jesus. The see the cru- Jesus of, the the juice of <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dyslexic much Jesus. Uh, the crucifixion of Jesus. Um, but we're gonna go like beyond human history and potentially fuck up our own evolution by going to the to the extinction of the dinosaurs. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. They're not wrong because they said <laughs> we wanted to choose something that's not controversial. That's not controversial. It's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it would be pretty controversial because, like, because, like, if they brought back evidence, like, no, Jesus was actually like, like, I mean, uh, it's like if like one way or the other, it's like either like there was no like Jesus wasn't crucified or he was like maybe he was just like it was just a regular dude. Um, who yeah. got, and like it was like and like all that fanfare and some of that, like you're gonna have like so many like religious people going on your ass for doing that, like, exactly. or it's like, uh, like, um, everyone agrees the dinosaurs were a thing. Yeah, or it's the same kind of thing. It's like for time travelers, like uh, like there's a, there's sort of a rule in certain time travel circles and like time travel circle fiction where it's like you don't go and kill G or you don't go and kill Hitler while he was a baby because unfortunately we need to let that happen. <laughs> like that, it's like that kind of like controversial sort of thing. Yeah, it's uh, not to go on another tear talking about time travel shit, but yeah, I get it because if he didn't do all that shit, we wouldn't have been focusing on making our armaments and weapons better so we might have like not even that still be in the wild west or not even by right? well yeah and that, like if all that, in, shit that happen well exactly and that I, the, I think the the big thing is there it's not that we don't want to kill hitler we want to kill hitler mm-hmm. <laughs> but the problem with doing that er- too early like or going back in time and doing that early is that you create a time paradox because without like as, as much as it sucks without the world war Two and like all the events that happened there and um like we might get an even worse person um yeah. or all of our technology including the time tra- the people who who created the time travel machine may not have existed as a result mm-hmm. like it's the butterfly effect so like yes. again like that kind of controversial kind of stuff like so it's the same thing like yeah the controversial thing going up to, going to see jesus like going to prove that jesus existed or like that he was crucified like and and like if that he was the son of god like that would be very controversial for like most of the religious world <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, again, like the, the dinosaur extinction event, I mean, like, well, like, like you said, it's not controversial. It's just stupid because you're right there when it happens. <laughs> yeah. Even if anything they do there doesn't affect the future, they're going to die if and they not don't... be able to come back and tell anyone what they did. And, and then saw. they're going to, well, and, th- and that's, that even makes the problem even worse because then they're going to leave skeletal remains of modern humans in the paleolithic period. <laughs> Mm-hmm. as well as a time machine <laughs> yeah like because no one's gonna be around for that to go yeah it's like ah uh, this is why yeah, time travel sucks they got the time machine in the first place <laughs> that's how they got the technology oh, from the time yeah machine. that would be oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah it turns out lester was actually like on a trip out in the yucatan like when he was a kid and found like some rem some like some old ruins that like 
depict the time machine, and that's how he got started on building the time machine. Yeah, but it's his oh time my machine God. That, he, that he used in the future. And then we get time looped. Yeah, I hate time travel. It's yeah, again, yeah, this, 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 this is what happens when paradoxes happen. Yeah, the, the, the big issue with time travel, paradox. Mm-hmm. Um, or it should really like, only just have one dock, honestly. Yeah. It's unnecessary to have more than one. I'm just going to walk by that. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on. So my next, my next quote here. Uh, this went against science, logic, and even religion. If what the man in gold and the angel were said were true, then that means that Enki being created the dinosaurs and somehow failed? Furthermore, that angel is insinuating that the reptilian is potentially the creator of human of the human race as well. Well, <laughs> doing a quick Google search, Enki, Sumerian, is a Sumerian god of water, knowledge, mischief, crafts, and creation, and one of the Anunnaki. Uh, he was later known as Ea in Akkadian and Babylonian mythology. And that was a Wikipedia entry. Um, yeah, Enki is supposed to, like, in, in some cultures, he is a creator god. So, oh, yeah. I thought he was just made up for the story. No, actually, Enki comes up a couple of times in Creepypastas that we've done, um, like the In Torment series. Uh, the author uses Enki and a bunch of other um, sort of Sumerian and, and, and angelic names for his, uh, for his, uh, his entities. Mm-hmm. So, um, and actually, a lot of them are like like they they're from like the the time before like the time of Pangaea and stuff like they like they they go to the time of Pangaea and stuff. So, yeah, it's kind of um, I mean, it, it's a we we've we've encountered Enki's name before in creepypastas. Um, so though as different entities, it seems. Have you had a visual of them? Uh, I mean, there's visuals online of Enki. Um, I meant in the stories. In the stories, yeah, no, he's yeah. Actually, we do have a, a couple of. Uh, He's in the other one. He's uh, basically a um, uh, like a, 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 a I think it's a deer or like a, a deer or stag's skull, uh, and in robes. Right. Yeah, I believe okay. that was in the in, Tor- in the in torment series. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it took okay. a while. It took a while. Yeah, it it has been a while since we've done a in torment series. We'll have to go back to that at some point in the news because we still have to finish the in torment stories. <laughs> oh, I wasn't aware. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I just thought I'd uh, bring that up because, like, I remembered Enki as a as a character as a as a character from another creepypasta, and then I did a Google search on like what Enki is in actual mythology. Mm. So, um, and then my next one. I swear, I'm getting close to the end of my actual thoughts, guys. I would eliminate you two right now, but it's easier if you depart your body in your course of time. Now, hurry along. You don't want to go. You want. You don't want to keep us waiting. And with that. I watched them fly away into the mass of floating animals, and then the beam of light appeared again. So, and this is like in result, like like the angel just taking like all the dinosaurs and wiping out the rest of them, and then taking Lester and and um, and Elena, while telling the other two just to go back to their home time so they can kill them then, <laughs> <laughs> um, because it would be easier for them. Uh, and it was yeah, you like. Don't yeah, and so like it's like man, like I I finally grasped like what horror the story is trying to get here is is kind of like a cosmic horror, um, just that like terrifying high concept notion of being in the presence of a force that shatters your entire grasp of reality and not being able to do anything to stop it, <laughs> um, like all because you were pursuing discovery, like that's that, that, that's straight up a Lovecraft story, like uh where like mm. the uh, our our foible as humanity is our is our need to discover and and know the truth. And when we find that truth, 
it's not what we we expected and not what we wanted. Um, and then just like being like discarded by an uncaring force. And then uh, we get to the point where uh, they get back. Uh, I'm just going to skim this one because I apparently copied down a whole paragraph again. Um, where they get back and like everything's going horrible. And like the, like they keep checking like the news reports and like there's nobody there. Like it, there's reports of people walking off and just migrating off into the sea and such. And then Zach in behind uh, behind Nair is just like, I can't handle this. I'm sorry, my friend. And and Nair's like, no, nope! and just like bang. Like there's a uh, as uh, Zach um, blows his head off. And I was like, well, I guess Zach critically failed his sand roll, uh, which is understandable. I think this would be a pretty harsh sand uh, sand loss uh, if you're doing this in D- in Delta Green. Um, mm-hmm. Like I imagine this was like a he 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 rolled a 100 on his on a sand roll. And then because of the, the events, I'd probably put this as like, you lose 1d100. <laughs> um, and so he probably just like lost all of his sand in one go and just offed himself. Yeah. So, uh, and then we get to the final, my final quote and uh, my actual thoughts here. Uh, Let this post be a reminder of our mistake and a warning to whoever gets to read this. If anyone reads this at all, never mess with things you don't understand. And you and and some things should have should just stay a mystery. I gotta go. I can hear the buzzing. Okay, so I've seen this trope before. Like we've seen this trope before in recent memory on like creep bosses of like somebody posting this on lo- something online um, as like kind of like a warning after they've like gone through like a harrowing thing. Um, and it is kind of to be expected because in Reddit, uh, because this is on Reddit, no sleep you're supposed to take like you're supposed to write the stories and take the stories as they've actually like they're things that have actually happened. However, that notion pops um or that notion has actually popped an idea into my head like a seedling of inspiration for the from this story. Um what if this is a document found on the deep web? Like lean into that that facet since you started since you added it at the beginning of the story. Um and perhaps this is there's like an on like perhaps there is like an online archive hidden away that details posts from alternate realities of doomed earths. Like, I think it could be a really interesting and compelling like wraparound meta story or meta arc thing for for something like maybe even like the SCP Foundation, like like except you know more dark webbed, um, like that kind of like format of like website where like there's like just stories of that are supposed to be like posts of people from other like timelines and other like and, and dead realities and such um that just like get po- get archived in the deep web somewhere um it's almost it like could... that other story where like they went to a cabin and they plugged it in the internet and it was like some other dimension yeah yeah the um, yeah the other internet mm-hmm. yeah have that like as like but like have that as like a website that's on the dark web or on yeah. the deep web um, that you can like stumble upon and even like you could even like make that a, an actual website online and just like make it like kind of deep webby like make it look make it look like traipse it in the aesthetic of like a deep web um like or what the what what the what the notion is of a deep web um website yeah right? and like at the start of the post it says what like dimension that this uh this post is from yeah and then like each dimension has its own actual lore that's building up as the stories go through exactly uh, what those worlds are currently like yep yeah like the sc like basically like like an scp foundation kind of thing or like there's other sites that, that do similar things to the scp foundation but like that use that format of like uh it is a, a community of writers who are writing different apocalyptic messages from other earths and timelines and such 
Mm-hmm. I think that would be a really cool um, kind of concept. And if, if that exists out there already, like if there's somebody, there is already like an archive like that out there, I would like to know. So somebody let, send us an email about that or let us, or let us know in, through one of our various uh, platforms. Um, I also think it would be, make for a good idea, like wraparound thing for like a horror scenario kind of thing where like somebody stumbles upon it and then they start like, uh, like this could be like a time watch uh, horror campaign where you're going to those dead timelines after finding the reports. Mm-hmm. Um, to 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 explore them further, sort of like a slider uh, setup. <laughs> mm-hmm. As it is, my my uh, the other thing that popped in my head was my suspension of disbelief right at the end of the story as it concluded, uh, because this didn't happen. <laughs> um, like we're not in that apocalypse, and mm-hmm. I, I know, like it, it, like it, my my unfortunately my immersion my immersion of the story like kind of just dropped right at the end. Because mm-hmm. and I, I think it's just because like I, I was like we're at the end of the story, it's like we're I'm not in that world, so like I don't know why this got posted on Reddit. No sleep. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, sometimes the story needs to distance itself in the fiction, so you can uh, like uh, when you're using this sort of ending, like like maybe like have like make it so that you're n- us, the reader, is not the person who's reading the story, um, unless we are. Unless, yeah. Because it doesn't say what happens at this event. So for all we know, uh, Red Dude showed up, snapped his fingers, all, everyone on Earth all went to the same place. And then um, Enki just like messed with our minds a little bit to make us a little dumber. And then sent us back home. That's right, because we don't have to, yeah, that's, ooh, that's, that's, that's some existential threat. Like, it's like the, uh. The existential threat of like wishing of, of of a world with wishes, because like if if a world has wishes, how do you know what's changed? How does the how does the popul the major population know what's changed? Like what's been done to the world? Like only a select few, i.e., the person who made the wish would would even conceive of what had happened. So like I've actually I've, I brought this up on on some some other podcasts uh, like the Kame House Party podcast. Um, like I've I've sent them an email about it when they were talking about like the Dragon Ball world. Because mm-hmm. in the world of Dragon Ball, you can wish for things to, to change. So, like, what's to say that the reason why the world of Dragon Ball is not the way it is, or is the way it is, like, crazy and, like, a Pangea Earth, and, like, there's animal people, and there's, like, uh, Saiyans and stuff like that, like, all that kind of stuff. Who's to say that all of those, like, different facets of that world aren't just, um, like, generational wish-making? <laughs> yeah. And, like, who like, would know? The one who's like, I want the present to be a dog. It's like, all right. All right, well, for that to happen, I guess... Shenlong is like, well, for that to happen, we need to have uh, a race of dogmen. So I guess the world has dog has, has animal people. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and, and no, one would know, no one would be the wiser, because, like, the, the wishes aren't... Um, like, they don't, like, give you omniscience on, the, on everybody's wish. So like mm-hmm. you're just as augmented as as the as the uh from from the previous wishes as the people in moving forward will be. And even if the that person so, who made the wish ooh, still yeah. knows that they made the wish, they'd be like, "Yeah, I made the wish that made dog people a thing." And then the dog people would be like, "Uh huh, yeah, sure you did." Uh huh, yeah, no, you're crazy. Like like no, clearly like oh, animal people like uh, like dog men have been around for 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 since the dawn of time. <laughs> like like <laughs> like exactly like that's the kind of thing. Like it's. Yeah, it's that explains like all the street prophets you see saying like fantastical oh shit. God. They probably actually did the wishes. Oh god, you're that like that could be a part of like the archive, like the street mm-hmm. archive. It's like just street. Uh, like just some. Okay, now we're we're just going to world building, <laughs> like fiction building for this for this uh, for this potential like um like community of writing, yeah. where like 
Yeah, you could have like people like in the in the archive that are like journalists or like tabloid people. Like they they mock themselves as of tab as tabloid writers, and they go to like to like prophets across the world and just like write down their like their their, their messages and stuff like that, and then post them on the on the deep web. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I love that idea for like a game. Like that could be for like a horror scenario. That could be like an actual writing prompt. Ah, also and what the, a water out of this. Jesus Christ, yeah. Thank you, thank you, gamer, for for adding that existential threat to this. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Um, Mikey, you're up. <laughs> All right. So, uh, do do uh, My first thought here is like after they get out of the uh, Bessie, right? I and how uh, named it. <laughs> um, and it says uh. Earth at this point has about 50% more oxygen than we are used to breathing. Yep. So there is a thing known as oxygen toxicity, where um, basically uh, us humans, if we intake too many, or humans in general, if they take too many, take in too much oxygen, because the oxygen air is roughly only 21%, you take in too much, it actually will damage and scar your lungs. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, we actually need a mixture of, like, an appropriate, like, mixture of, of oxygen for air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, basically, knowing that it's, uh, figuring out how long it would roughly take for them to see, like, I actually did calculations to find out how long it would roughly take for them to start suffering from oxygen toxicity. Um, and what I found was that um, if in actual case studies is if you have roughly 2.5 times the oxygen uh, after 16 hours, that's when it kicks in potential damage oh, to okay. your lungs. So, and because it's 50% more, that puts us at like 31.5% oxygen versus 2.5 times more <laughs> yeah it's also uh, i think that's actually the the um the reason why the characters in avatar the uh the, the movie with the blue aliens and stuff mm-hmm. um why they needed ga- like air masks i think is because there was mm-hmm. too much oxygen in on that planet like the the air was too was too uh it was too dense for them yeah um but yeah so that that's the yeah like it's it's yeah. Add it to the list of unprofessionalness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Add it to this. Yeah. Honestly, I'm so like again, like it, it just goes back to like this isn't controversial. It's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Because like, why did they go to the Cretaceous? Why did they go 65 million years to, in the past, where like the Earth is completely different from human from from our modern Earth? Like modern, even mammals have not like modern mammals have not experienced this Earth. Like. And mm-hmm. even feeling that there's radiation, like the radiation um, is a lot higher in this time period than it is here. So like, even if Nair survives the apocalypse when he gets back to the modern day, or even if, and even if Zach hadn't killed himself at the, uh, from a headshot, he probably, they probably both had cancer at that point. Yeah. <laughs> um, like the radiation is higher. The oxygen's higher. Uh, so why weren't they wearing outfits? Yeah. <laughs> why in why in God's name did they not wear spacesuits or like or some kind of environmental suits? 
when they were going part of man and Durplin made his time again that's another thing about the like that's another like plot point in like the butterfly effect or like the sound of thunder story is that like by simply being there and breathing and exhaling your like and add you're you're basically adding viruses that haven't evolved yet and haven't given have these species haven't had time to like haven't even like dreamt of immune immunizing against so like it's 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 like that uh, that uh, that scene from when uh, when the Simpsons did it yep. <laughs> when they yep. when they did the Sound of Thunder uh, as a trope or as, well. as, an, as, a, as an episode where where um, the T Rex like roars at, at at Homer and then he he uh, he he sneezes at the dinosaur and the dinosaur dies and then the, that dinosaur dies and then the other dinosaur dies and then everything yeah. like he just wipes <laughs> out the dinosaurs by by giving them the common cold mm-hmm. like yeah it's ah. Oh. It's like there's like you they're like they would need to be vacuum sealed, like not allowed to like interact with the atmosphere or like environment at all because they went back so far. Yeah. Which would mean they would need like hover jet packs that don't yeah, actually exactly. burn air, that they just have their own internal power source that doesn't affect the outside at all. Yep. Like <laughs> the anti gravity well, jetpack things. You know what it almost be like I feel like if you're gonna time travel you should almost do like like they should discover if it's possible to astral project because astral projection shouldn't have any repercussions if you're a cor- incorporeal being like you're basically just a completely like a slightly out of phase observer mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. that that's honestly probably the safest way to ensure that you can time travel is just not be there physically <laughs> but like project your mind uh backward through time mm-hmm. Because, like, even sending, like, a drone or some shit back there to record and come back, it's still interacting with the world. Yeah, because it's creating emissions. Um, mm-hmm. Even, like, subtly, like, uh, the uh, the emissions from the battery being used and stuff like that. Or, and, like, the air... Cr- yeah, if, even if they're using, like, fans and stuff like that, yeah, like, like, there might be something that, like, it's... That attacks it, and then, like, it gets, like, the... It gets poisoned by the... the, the just the paint or the composition of the material. Yeah. <laughs> And then you, yeah, then you wipe out entire species. That wipes out the uh, the human race because of evolution. Um, yeah, no, it's time travel scary, man. <laughs> I think I think that's our, our takeaway from the story. Like, we really got to pull our suspension of disbelief and just enjoy the 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 popcorn aspect of of time travel. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, we, we've literally had three co- separate conversations about how scary time travel is here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean the fact that. They haven't debunked the butterfly effect. <laughs> well, yeah, because it only took, they, they, they spent a, after they after they they, they spent a month bu- finishing the, the the time machine. They only spent a week to to like debate on on what they should do, and then they they launched. Like mm-hmm. again, the government would have definitely done baby steps. But I digress. I keep I keep yeah. coming back to yeah. like we we keep dissecting the time travel and <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah. And you also stole my note because I have the Treehouse of Horror. Oh my Five. god, I'm sorry. Some Simpsons. Oh, man. No, I'm sorry. I took it away from you. <laughs> god. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm just going to mute myself. <laughs> well, it got mentioned, so I mean, okay. it's fine. All right, I won't mute myself. <laughs> right. continue. Uh, so my next um, thought here is, um, why are the gods conveniently speaking English? Yeah, I had a note on that too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe if they were telepathic and it's just like projecting across the world, <laughs> like. Well, then again, that's kind of that's really um, that's uh, yeah. They should be speaking in like Aramaic or 
uh, like Babylonian tongue, man. Well, maybe I mean, yeah, it could either be that, or even like it could be Sumerian or Babylonian, since Enki is a Sumerian or Babylonian god. Um, or it could just even be Anokian, which is the all right. To be fair, Anokian is technically a made-up language of angels that stem that was claimed to be the the language of the angels from a bunch of like 18th century um, occultists. But they could have been right. They might have been right, yeah. So it might have been just a Nokian they're speaking. Yeah, so it, yeah, they, they should have just been speaking gibberish as far as the humans could tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless one of them just happens to be fluent in a Nokian. Yeah, which, I mean, you know, you never know. Maybe Lester was. Or maybe uh-huh. or maybe our G-Man was, because he's he's a, he's a deep web traveler anyway, so. Mm-hmm. He goes down <laughs> random rabbit holes in the deep web. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my dumb terrors. Like, they shouldn't have been able to comprehend the the supreme beings. Yeah, if anything, they're actually their heads should have just exploded from the uh, the sheer volume of uh, of their might and presence. Mm-hmm. Like it should have been explained through actions why they were there, mm-hmm. yeah. through words. Although that is very hard because it's basically like trying to describe charades. <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 lizard guy could pick up a T Rex and be like holding it like it's a baby of his, be like like presenting it to him, and the other guy like grabs it, throws it down. Yeah, it just destroys it instantly. Yeah. yeah. There's ways around it. Yeah. All right. And then uh, uh, my next thought here is, um, uh, what is the best rendition of the end of the dinosaurs? And uh, my mind went to the Super Mario Bros. movie. Long, long time ago, the world ruled by dinosaurs. They were pigs. Nobody really hassled them. No people, in fact, because there were no people. Only the smallest mammals. Why do I remember that (laughs) intro? (laughs) It's you. (laughs) I'm not surprised in the slightest. Oh, God. Yeah. And the dinosaurs have Brooklyn accents. Yeah. You know, you just don't get no better than this. Yeah. <laughs> you may have seen that movie too many times. And a meteorite struck the ice. Goodbye, dinosaurs. But what if the dinosaurs weren't all destroyed? What if the impact of that meteorite <laughs> caused a parallel dimension where the dinosaurs lived and thrived and became horrible, offensive beings, just like us? And hey, what if they found a way back? <laughs> oh my God. Wow. I was like, wow, can I remember that entire monologue? <laughs> I've seen it once. I've seen it. I've watched it several times. It is. It is probably one of my. It's probably one of my popcorn movies. Like the ones that, like, I'll I'll sit down and watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that was my thought process. There it was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, my 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 preferred one is actually the Reign of Fire uh, extinction level event, where like the dinosaurs were wiped out by dragons. Hmm. But, because that's in Reign of Fire, they the dragons basically like they they were supposed to be the extinction event of the dinosaurs where they they came to pow- they came to being, and then they scorched the entire earth and basically just like and and then and then um and and fed on the on the ash and charred remains of the dinosaurs and then when all the dinosaurs when all, when all the um the when the world was purged of them they just kind of went into a, a torpor and and vanished. Hmm. Right. But I do like the uh, the Mario uh, <laughs> thing as well. Of course. Yeah. Does Gamer in Yellow have a favorite? No. I feel like the Super Mario <laughs> one should be the Gamer in Yellows, but I've only seen that movie once, so mm-hmm. you don't have a a preferred like. What do you think the apoc? Uh, what what wiped out the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. 
<laughs> I will see you. What the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Schwarzenegger. He's a party. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the thought process of uh, what actually killed the dinosaurs in this story. So my thought is that it was the time travelers because uh, the the gods or entities, basically they uh, created the dinosaurs and they set themselves uh, basically notification to let them know when they reached a certain level of intelligence. And then these time travelers come back and then bam, there's some intelligent life on Earth. So... Oh, it sets that off, which brings them down to check on the dinosaurs. <laughs> oh man, that's that's really interesting. Like that's an interesting plot point. Where like, yeah, what if like they they, the, they didn't cu- they actually weren't supposed to go to the extinction event? Like they, but because the t- because the people time traveled there, it kind of like it. Yeah, it, it set off that alarm that they had. That's I like it's that. I, I, plausible. I actually really like that. Uh, that 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 uh potential reason why they they showed up too early mm-hmm. damn yeah damn it, lester we could all have been reptile people <laughs> yeah we could have all been uh um sentient uh troodons or um uh with like skate with hoverboards and stuff like that and then ah we'll never get that chance it'll be just mm-hmm. another doomed timeline i'm playing a lot of doom yeah. sorry yeah it's fine. <laughs> yeah and then Actually, My- sorry, just slightly take it. Honestly, Doom Eternal is, is oddly thematic to this story with the angel who has like high, who's actually like not just like divine, but also has like high advanced technology. On yeah, pretty much. Like that. And then like, yeah, this is this, this kind of like is like almost like ancient alien divinity kind of going on here. Mm-hmm. I can see that shit happening yeah. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do, do, do. And my uh, final actual thought here. Um, which sort of ties into the butterfly effect, was that when they get back from the past, if the broadcaster was a lizard person, oh, that'd be so good! <laughs> like, if, like, yeah, like, if, and, and then they're being called, like they're being called again, like because they they mm-hmm. finally got like the right, they finally got the right one. Yeah, so like they, they we get like that double fuck up where like. Not only did you fuck up by by getting taken by the uh, by by having the creatures like by having the god beings take you or take some of your guys and then like you like sending you back to into the present, you also done fucked up because you event you effectively changed the course of history and made humans reptile people. Mm-hmm. Look down at your hands; you're a reptile as well. <laughs> oh, no, 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 they, no. They they would still be human because they they jump they they've hopped out of the timeline by time travel. They hop back into it. Yeah, no, but they they would remain as they were because like that's the thing about time travel is that. i mean i would that would be really interesting too it's like they're they're very like like uh, during the transition through time they they their physiology changed because like they didn't have the proper like blocking fields or something around their time machine adapts to the timeline that they're going into oh my god like that like yeah that that that's again that's a whole bucket of worms and like or a whole like a whole story in itself is like kind of how we i referenced earlier as a joke is like uh, by time traveling you 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 start getting caveman speech like like what if like as they were traveling back through time they started noticing they were becoming a little bit more primitive because of like the transition through the time stream 
So then they arrived there and they're straight up cavemen. Yeah. Yeah. Or they showed up way after dinosaurs, but yeah. Yeah. Or they forget what the time machine is and it's like, what is this device? Because they're the whole thing was that they were too smart to be slaves, right? Yeah. (laughs) Which I feel like there's a deeper like thing going on in the back in the behind the scenes of the story, but I think this I think it's just this story, so there's no like deeper lore. I could be wrong. And if if Kit Cannabis would like to correct us, by all means, if if they listen to this, um, let us know if there's more stories that you you plan on 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 writing about the uh, the the the, uh, the the higher beings that are using us as a as a as a petri dish for a servitor race. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that is uh yeah that no that I again more fodder for the uh, fodder for the fodder gods. <laughs> really, you keep saying it's a bucket of worms. At this point, it's like a transport truck full of worms. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Open up just an avalanche of worms. Oh. <laughs> All right, gamer, you're up. All right. My first note is uh, reading the title and then reading the first sentence. Because uh, based on how the title is, I kind of figured it was going to be a completely first-person perspective. But as it starts out, it was being narrated by something that seemed like an omniscient narrator. But by the end, it mm-hmm. was a first-person account all along. Yep. It's kind of weird how it just blended from one to the other. Yeah. It didn't start out being like, my name is Nair, and I'm a scientist, and we made a time machine. This is what happened. Yeah, just- like, Zach, Zach gets a, an introduction. Like, like the, the second-in-command guy gets it, uh, or, like, his his friend gets an introduction fashion before he does. Yeah. Yeah. Probably should have just led with describing the main character. And then, um, this is a... Okay, so this quote is... There's no dinosaurs. Maybe we just landed in an underpopulated area. They probably spread out spread out of the area after arrival. The machine makes a pretty loud boom for entry. How would you know that? The only people who could witness the time machine arriving are people who aren't you. Yeah. Did they send it ahead five minutes in the future so they could just stand there and wait for it to arrive? Yeah, no, they I mean they again they're baby step. They don't they don't even they they skim past the baby steps. Yeah. Um. Like, I think they did some trial. Te- it did. It did. I think there is a mention of like trial, like a like a like a pretest or something, or a pretrial or something like that. But it's not really said, or it's not really like defined what what those tests were. Like, did they actually like do that? Like, go back in time or something like that? I, I'm agreeing with you. Like, it, like how would they know <laughs> that it makes a big boom? It could just show up and just be like, there's there. <laughs> you know, like maybe a little like, toot noise or something. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to time travel, it seems like less is not more because it just raises more questions. Less is not more unless you make it, unless you wave a hand and is like, um, don't worry about it. It's magic. Yeah. Pretty much. Even in that situation, how would they know that it makes noise on entry, even if it's powered by magic? I mean, because it's magic. Like, the, the they just know about magic. Like, I, I, because at this point, like we're, using we're, magic, they looked through a crystal ball and witnessed it arriving in the past. Exactly. And heard it. Or no, at that point, it's like, um, like it, it's not so much you have a time machine as you just have a, a wizard who can make a portal that goes into time, and then you yeah. like you exit that portal, like there's a concussive boom uh, when you when you leave. It's like, oh, I, heard, I could hear the, I could still hear the echoing boom from the from when the portal opened up. Hmm. Yeah. Long story short of that is just, I wish there was more things that were explained. Yeah. Just a little bit. I don't need everything, just something. Yeah, no, I agree with you, gamer. All right, I love Satan as well. Time travel sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder I wonder if that's what the uh 
the the tall man was supposed to be was like a devil or something like that. But I don't know because like the angel is clearly a biblical angel, and Enki is like this creation god, and the the, the big red one is evil, quote yeah. unquote, because he's like angry and killing everything. So and he's yeah. like more violent. Like maybe he's Ares. <gasps> Could be the, the the god of war. Yeah, sure. Why not? Sorry, I've been watching playing a lot of uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey lately, so uh, I'm getting I'm, mm-hmm. like a lot of the whole like. The whole like humanity was created by by a superior or by by a, by a more advanced race um, before us um, mm. as a servitor species, and then we revolted. Is is kind of just like mingling a little bit with this. So, a little bit. So yeah, anyway, uh, yeah. Moving forward. Next quote is: "The map was different than the modern one we were used to. It has. It was strange to see the continents in different positions and angles. Pretty disorienting for someone who didn't know better. How do you know this?" There's no satellites in the sky. You're in prehistoric time. How do they you know, have like a map that they're looking at? I I'm, I'm almost wish again like this sort of thing where like where more would have been better is if they had actually given us like a like that they had like the, the the after the time machine dropped in they put they sent out a drone or something to it's like to orbit sur- yeah to survey the, yeah yeah like a like a like a survey drone or something to like survey yeah. the uh, the the territory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, it, it's part of their looking glass. Oh yes, yes, yes. The telescope. Yeah, that's it's, true. What was the term for the? What was the term for the for the telescope? I already forgot. I thought it was just a telescope. Oh, what they said it was. It was like special, specially designed. Oh yeah, specially designed. Yeah. 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 Specially made telescope. It's yes. it's a waypoint. Like this is this is actually a video game simulation. Like again, going back to like Assassin, my Assassin's Creed thing. Like it's. This is all like you just had like they just they synchronized when they got to the top of the hill they synchronized and they knew the entire map. Uh huh. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah. And then uh, my last note is literally just talking about the ending and how it doesn't really explain why there's a crater at the extinction event. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Wait. There's a crater Wait. there, but there's like, nothing that caused the crater. Yeah. Like I guess I guess maybe like well. There is like a ju- the 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 sky beam does go red and then like starts wipe disintegrating everything. So maybe no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It starts... the sky beam didn't do that. No, the sky beam turned red after it, it uh... after it after it lifted up all the animals, uh, the ones that the, the chosen animals. It turns re- uh, it it appears again red and it and it disintegrates the dinosaurs. I don't know about that. Let me take uh... a look. Hang on, I have the I have it up here. Hang on. Searching for red. There's a lot of words that have red in them. Jesus Christ. I don't see <laughs> red by itself, though. Oh, crimson red. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, I remember, like, they were... They, yeah, they, I guess I checked out at that point. Okay. I mean, it is pretty fantastic what happens, so... So is everything else. Yeah. I mean, if the energy beam is vaporizing all the dinosaurs, doesn't that mean there's no bones? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it do. <laughs> well you see this is from the same uh like super future tech that made the laser that specifically targets meat that make, that can make a right. oh my god and not right. target bone it's the same thing ah yes yeah. yeah also um like what if the red sky beam uh just vaporized all the dinosaurs that were in the by the crater or by the by the impact uh, uh, site or, or or ground zero but then like the the uh like the purging of like the rest of like the world like just basically like killed off the dinosaurs like the aftershocks and stuff like that killed off the rest of the dinosaurs but it wasn't vaporization at that point yeah mm. possibly maybe 
There's a lot of questions. Really, okay, so time travel works when you don't think about it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like most of this story. I'm told to read a story and think about it real hard. You know, it's yeah. like... <laughs> That's also our show. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of set up to fail on this. <laughs> yeah, god damn it. <laughs> we are critically silly about it, about the stories. Pretty much. Yeah, that is my last notes, and then just on to final thoughts. Cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, on to final thoughts. Um, for me, this was very, like, again, turn your brain off. Don't don't think of time travel too hard. Pulpy, uh, thrill ride, kind of cinematic, like sci-fi channel levels of of like B movie schlock kind of like plot, but still enjoyable and had some good beats of like cosmic horror, apocalyptic revelation as it concluded. Um, however, the ending does kind of like break my immersion because of that, or just the way it's the way that style of, of creepypasta or like Reddit, no sleep story is kind of written. Um, definitely. Yeah. I I'd say it's flawed, but it's still, it was still fun for me to read. So I'm going to generally recommend it. Um, just because like, I did have fun reading this despite, I just had to turn my brain off for, for good portions of it. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that's going to be my recommendation is like kind of a, a mostly positive, po- uh, partial recommendation. So Mikey, these stands for evil. Um, uh, <laughs> you said that was such like resigned. I, I did not mean to, but I, you know, I heard, I was like, yes, Sorry. Mikey, these stands for evil. <laughs> Resentment. That's the word I was trying to find. Jesus. Um, uh, yeah. So the story is sort of interesting because it's got time travel in it, but it mentions the butterfly effect and then doesn't realize that <laughs> that they haven't debunked the butterfly effects. So it straight up <laughs> says they haven't purpose, debunked though. it. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't their purpose, though. But yeah. I mean, the fact that they haven't debunked it means that everything that they're doing <laughs> is causing butterfly effects. Yeah, yeah, true. It's kind of like in a movie. Where like a like a bad like B like or C rated movie that has like in the kids in the kids like room there's a poster of a much better movie, <laughs> like it's kind of like it kind of like oh right I could be watching that <laughs> or or oh yeah you're kind of poking the holes in your in your own in your own plot and story, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah uh... by, bringing them, by bringing them to light <laughs> like by by just like straight up sit, call, like like announcing the plot point or the plot hole. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, as Review Cultists pointed out, I would have preferred a different ending. And I, I think the uh, the whole lizard man broadcaster would have been hilarious. That was so good. <laughs> yes. Damn you, Mikey! <laughs> Why do you have to make things better? <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but as it stands, it's just getting a partial recommendation for me. Okay, uh, then I guess on to gamer. Oh uh, well, for me, I I just couldn't get into it the the immersion of it or nothing. Yeah, because like, and reading through the whole story, I was waiting for like something like you know creepy to happen in this creepy pasta. And yeah, giant godlike monsters massacring everything—that's great. But before I even got there, my immersion was so I was so far pulled out of the immersion, my brain was so turned off. It was like I was watching a um, freaking Michael Bay movie or something, you know. It's that not that that's a bad thing. It's just it's not a creepy pasta in my opinion. Yeah, 
it, it's it well the thing with this is like it's the the horror it's going for is on an epic scale like it, it's cosmic horror like because it's something like greater than us like huge and like it's a revelation that you're supposed to get from it but it's not that that kind of horror isn't for everyone like and yeah even like i admit like i i can i get the i can get the cosmic horror of the story but to me it was also almost like an epic horror and that is really hard to actually get any actual creepiness or horror from because um because of the epic part of it or like the fantastical part like just all the all the fantastical parts of the story yeah especially when the, the creatures like speak english and they very loudly say everything that they were doing yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently that telescope is also like specially designed to have like a have a shotgun mic, like a like a really good shotgun mic attached to it so they can hear it. Yeah, Otherwise those people are just like mic, actually. Hmm? What? It's a sniper rifle mic. Yeah. You you know shotgun mic like is like a term, right? I know. Okay. I was picking a longer range weapon because it's a longer um, range mic. Okay, thank you for I'm for being critically it. silly. Let me I, do it. I'll fine, God. I'll um, allow it. Uh, motion passed. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, it's like you know, like I'm like just thinking of it, like otherwise they're just like you're just hearing like from the from that hill like hundreds of miles away, you're just hearing like 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 and over over from like over at the crater like the guys the uh the the beings are just like wipe them out. I can't stand to look at these disgusting things anymore. And the angel's like, you don't have to yell. I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, <It's> like, <laughs> if you may grant me one last chance. I will prove to you I can make a race with an intelligence we needed. Then the angel's like, are you guys, like, on a play or something right now? Yeah, And then the the angel is just like, it seems like you already have! (laughs) I'm not your buddy guy! He's not your guy, buddy! Yeah. So the entities are actually partially deaf. Yeah. <laughs> or to be fair, like again, like kind of like with the whole like divine beings, like they're 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 boisterous, they're 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 loud, like uh, they're titans. So like maybe their voices are just like far reaching kind of things. So like like but yeah, otherwise it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean it's one thing if they like flew a drone in yeah. so they could you know, but it was like a really sneaky drone and they didn't know it was there, but until the angel looks at it and then looks at them and then <laughs> Is there? Sorry. Yeah, it's just—it's way too ridiculous yeah. for it to be a creepy pasta. As a story, it's interesting and I like it. But as a creepy pasta, no, not really. Yeah, it—it it definitely. Their, their actions <laughs> didn't even change the future, really, unless it did. But that's only because we read into it way too much. Which, if you do, facts you start that are the holes. <laughs> yeah, the time uh, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, the, the words that are there for us to read, it's not really explained that what they did caused it, even though, yeah. well, I mean, I guess it kind of did, because they went there, and then he's like, go back to your time, so we fuck you over there, and then they did that, and then they fucked, so I get it. it would be. They screwed up the world, but yeah, yeah it's it, such a huge scale that it, I'm, like, disconnected from it. No, you know? and, and I get I get that, because, like, uh, like I, I've been, like, kind of muddling over my, my head, like, I want to see some epic horror, like, mm-hmm. And like that kind of thing, where like, and this is definitely like epic horror, cosmic horror, divine horror in some ways. But it, like, I, I understand this is kind of like the foible of like why that's really hard to do because of get it keeping that like it's a different kind of creepy. It's and it's not like the creepy that we're all used to, like creepy in that it's like um 
like more downplayed, more personal, more like localized. Whereas this is like, like at a certain point when it gets like global threat level or like existential threat level, or like uh, when it tries to do that, sometimes it gets so fantastical and so grandiose that it stops being scary because like, it's just more of a thrill ride or just more of a kind of an, not even not an action pasta, but more just a sci-fi pasta. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Cause that's really what it kind of feels like. Also again, with this, the like, it's weird that this is on Reddit No Sleep, but then again, No Sleep has a history of like saying, like having in their rules, your stories must be based in reality, and then have stories like this that are constantly coming out on on the post on the on the on the uh, the site. Yeah, a story mm-hmm. which at the end says that reality is about to be destroyed. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm here in reality reading it. Yeah, and that's that's where I think like this story would have been a lot better if it hadn't had that like try and like buy in that you you are reading this in fiction whereas it should have been like you're reading a story and in like the narrator isn't actually even one of the people there they're they're just a, an omniscient uh, like narrator um mm-hmm. and so you're reading about a world you're not reading in the world right mm-hmm. yeah that's 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 what i was kind of get trying to get at earlier um and I, I I do like I sympathize and agree with you. Like as this, this is not a cre- really a creepy. This doesn't have the creepiness of a creepy pot. No. Um, Granted, it could with some changes. I'm not gonna say they're minor changes because they're pretty big, although they sound minor. One being the giant godlike entities should not be speaking English. They should not mm-hmm. understand them. Then just explain what they mean through their actions, because then yeah. it's this giant unknown force. That's saying these words you don't understand and destroying the freaking dinosaurs in one foul swoop. Yes. Like, it's way scarier there. It's basically show, don't tell, which is basically what this story does. It tells us what their plans are rather than shows us fully. Like, it, 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 like or it does show us some of it. Like, they are like wrecking the dinosaurs and they, like, we do see what they're doing and they do things do with their actions. But I feel like, like, to your, what you're saying, it should be that they're just all showing. Like we don't have any context as to what they're actually saying and what their motives are. Cause that's what brings up the scary part is that we don't know what they're doing or what their motives are. Mm-hmm. It's like if Godzilla talked. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, you know? we've seen that it happened with baby Godzilla. It's not good. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a reason during the sixties and, and so, like, during the sixties and, and some of the seventies, Godzilla was treated more like a superhero than a, than a, than a horror monster. <laughs> Yes, um, because but he was. I'm he was saying like, if the yeah. scary real, not regardless, the scary unfeeling. I'm gonna kill the whole city. Godzilla also talked. Yeah, you know, it would be a lot less scary. Yeah, exactly. And that's what this is kind of because again, like we've happen. had, we've had the examples of that too, where like Godzilla like goes even when Godzilla has like when there's another monster, Godzilla will go and fight the monster. He's not talking at all. He's not saying like, yeah, I'm gonna help the humans. <laughs> Bam, bam, bam. Like he like does like the like does his atomic breath, kills the monster, and then walks over and destroys the city himself. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's his city to destroy. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's just territorial, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like that, like the 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 actions um sh- would would actually be scarier than like with the words in this case. Yeah, and at the end, if when they went back, there was there was something that changed way more due to the butterfly effect, aside from just the fact that. The gods saw them in the past and targeted them in the future. Oh, because of that. But like, 
we hear the we hear the monster like we hear the god being saying enki to the to the one thing but that's all we hear like that's all like kind of like that really gets said like they address the, the that one creature's enki and then like they go back in the future like to the present day and again like like my like mikey said there's uh lizard people now um because of like what happened because like the course of, of time changed and like the lizard reporter is just like it's like and in other news our supreme our supreme creator enki has decided to start the mass migration once now uh, f- finally after after a millennia <laughs> hi i'm vegeta from dragon ball <laughs> oh all right there's something else to draw back to you napa he's <laughs> gonna have like the huge widow's peak just in like uh like either feathers or some scales on his head and shit yeah Sorry again. I've been listening. I've been. I've been also listening to the Kame House Party. I've been. I've been hanging out with the Kame House Party crew a little too uh, too recently. So, mm-hmm. oh god. Yeah, that's about all I got to say. It's, in my opinion, not really a creepypasta. It's an interesting story, mm-hmm. but so as a story itself, I'll give it a like a a light recommendation because it was fun yeah. to go through and see where they were going with it because it wasn't what I was expecting at all. However, as a creepypasta, I wouldn't recommend it because it's not scary at all. That's fair. So, total wrap up then. Um, partial recommend- partial recommendations all around, mainly because it was a fun read, but it wasn't terribly scary, um, and it is flawed if you think about it too hard. Mm-hmm. And it's time travel, so that makes you think about it too hard. Yeah, because time travel is like one of the biggest sci-fi like think pieces of of the genre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think there is a bigger topic in sci-fi other than is there life in on other planets <laughs> mm-hmm. um so uh that was this week's episode uh if you like what you heard or if you didn't leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted whether it be on podbean facebook youtube or tumblr uh we're also um uh you can also get a hold of us on twitter um mikey is at the east Ends for evil the gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow but without that w because his name is long um they 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 just he ran out of he ran out of uh out of space <laughs> Uh, yeah. and I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, you can also send us emails at aldentebrigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCP entries, spooky stories, Reddit no sleeps. Heck, we probably in the next couple of years, I mean, God willing, we survived that long after 2020. <laughs> um, mm. uh, we'll, we'll probably do another, November will probably be like, go to like, uh, like Reddit November or something of the like, since we've been doing this kind of like niche Vember this year as kind of like a, a taste this year and every year, yeah. every year, November has a niche of some kind. Yeah. But this year has been like kind of like almost like a taster of like various yeah, different types of, <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's like um when you go to a brewery and you like to get a taster of like all their brew of all their different beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get like a, like, yeah, that's what November's kind of become now is, uh, is our, uh, kind of our taste, uh, taste center. Um, I guess we should have went like, and this is the the taste test of Dinovember. Dinovember was back in year. Bleh, oh if you guys want yeah. to check it out, we should have. We didn't think that far ahead. Much like some some story, like some some aspects of the story. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe we it's fine. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Wait, I'm not posted yet. But work, I get it. Ugh, effort as as another popular podcaster once did or what has once said <laughs> but regardless if you'd like to support uh, if you'd like to help support this show please check out our patreon um you can look up al dente rigor mortis 
Select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. Um, if you are a patron already, thank you immensely because you're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. Uh, if you would like to buy our our uh, logo on some merch, like you know, a t-shirt, some pins, a sticker, or if you if you want to be one of those really cool fans, you could get a shower curtain with El Dente Rigamortis <laughs> logo on it. That would be, and, yeah. and, then, and then send us a picture of that you have like, as evidence that you have it. That would be amazing. <laughs> but Someone's otherwise, like, you know what? Me. <laughs> uh but you know otherwise like again all like the proceeds go to the show and we very much appreciate it um to our listeners thank you immensely because without you we would just be screaming into the void and where would we be but crazy cultists wait aren't we already anyway um and to the the writers of these stories thank you immensely because without you we definitely wouldn't have a show because we wouldn't have anything to talk about and and read and enjoy so thank you until next time, I've been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs> <laughs>